Hi, my name is Regada Laudi. I'm a student at BHSVA, and today I'm going to be interviewing Miss Lake. Hi, my name is Joyce Lake. I'm a substitute teacher at BHSVA. I've been involved with them over about four and a half years um, doing outside work with them. It's a pleasure to be here with you today, Regada. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about um, our experiences with COVID and the pandemic in general. Um, can you start us off how you felt on the first day when you found out that schools were closing and that we were going to be learning virtually and when a virus outbreak is happening in the world? Hi. Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Um, you know, a lot of it was very vi visual uh, as you were listening uh, to the news and, and suddenly seeing things shut down um, sometime in March. Um, it was, uh, I think it was like, oh, this is just a, a little virus. It's going to be over soon. And then as the weeks went on, uh, it became a little more nerve wracking. Uh, so, uh, and then when the school system decided that we couldn't go on anymore uh, without teaching. Um, it, it really became difficult to say the least. Uh, how would we all put the pieces together? For me, when I first found out that there was going to be a virus happening, like there is a virus happening that's spreading around and people, and it's very contagious. I wasn't like, I didn't, I was in disbelief. I didn't believe that this something is actually happening because I know I've read it in like storybooks. I've heard of it happening in like history and stuff. So I never thought it would happen in a time where I was alive and that like I'll be living, especially like I was in my teenage years. I'm still in my teenage years. Um, when school started closing, I I was really happy because I was really burnt out. It was just my freshman year and I wanted the break. So I thought of it as a break. When we, I remember coming to the school and getting the laptops that we like were gonna use for online for like almost a year and a half. Um, getting them, I was super excited. I know a lot of teachers were like posting work on like Google Classroom as like they were setting up for virtual learning. So I remember I had um, the day that we picked up the laptop, I, me and my mom went to the supermarket and I had bought a coffee creamer that I really liked and I wanted to try it. And I would like open the laptop and make myself a cup of coffee with that creamer. So every time I have that creamer, like it just reminds me of the time where I'm sitting at home with my laptop. And I had like a really bad addiction to like getting the work done. So if I did not get the work done, I would like, I couldn't sleep. I would be on the laptop 24-7. So I every assignment, every the ones that we like needed to do and the ones that the teachers just put there just for like us to do in our free time or for extra credit, I did every single one of them. If I had any missing work on my missing tabs, I would like get it done as soon as possible. So it became to me like a really serious like addiction to it. Like I could not get off the laptop. I was always doing work and I know a lot of people used to like search up answers for me when like there's like something I'm struggling with and I reach out to a teacher and no one's like they don't they're not answering because they're still like figuring stuff out themselves and I ask a friend and they don't know what's happening 
And I like, I couldn't search it up because it felt like I felt really guilty. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. And I felt, and I also like, built it in my head that I was being watched through the computer and through my phones so I would I like kept that in me and I feel like through that because of that I learned so much because I was trying to learn everything myself I didn't rely on Google yes yes um, okay so my next question for Miss Lake is how did you feel when Oh, maybe you're thinking, um, how did I feel as a teacher having to approach students? Um, and how did I feel as a teacher approaching students who needed to have a person in front of them and that they would see me? And I was going through my own struggles of my own household because we were a generational household. My mother-in-law was in her 90s. My husband was, you know, in his octogenarian. I had my daughter who was a registered nurse and she had to go out there in the trenches. I had my grandson who uh, had to also transition into this virtual learning. Mm -hmm. So as a mother, woman, um, uh, wife, uh, person, individual, I had a lot going on too. Uh, so I also had my students. And it's interesting as a teacher that no matter who else is around, you feel that you need to get these students ready. And it was very nerve wracking. I wanted to jump through the the computer at times, because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And yet I had to be the one to instruct. Um, yes. And what I like about you even today is that you would ask me to preview something that you've written. And it would be, well, how does this sound? It's like, oh, well, how does that sound? Mm -hmm. And each way that you were willing to write, it sounded so good. Mm -hmm. So that is a true reflection uh, not your guilt, but your tenacity, your ability to move even on your own. So I applaud you. I really do. Okay. My next question is, did you feel like through COVID, of course, most teachers are saying that they lost connection with their students and they weren't able to just have that one-on-one -on -one, um, feel to it when as they're in the school building. Don't you feel like in any sort of way you built a stronger connection through learning, um, through virtual learning with your students? Yes, uh, education is a business. and. With it comes the times where you have to actually help those who want to help themselves because so many students had other problems going on. You know, we faced homelessness and there were students who didn't know where they were going to get their next meal. And yet I had to coax them through the ability to keep going. So I did feel a, some kind of disconnect with some students. Mm -hmm. And even now, as you 
you reach out again, you could see that they would they were always going to be disconnected. This was like, like you were happy. You had a connection with your queen, mm-hmm. you know, and your laptop. Some students didn't even have that. So, yes, I, I still think about some students who just couldn't volley through it. Um, bringing this closer to just the education system here, do you feel like some things that were not done properly that could have been better or if there was um, a way that you could have been prepared for it like as you were like teaching normally with something sudden happening like this do you feel like the just you could have been taught better like um through like social like how to use um like google platforms like google classroom google docs um we were like soldiers, infantry, boots on the ground. We had to learn as we went along. And there are teachers who just didn't pick it all up. I still don't have the technology um, knowledge that I would have loved to have. But meanwhile, students have more technology, they're more techno savvy. And that's good for the the age that you're moving into. But the disconnect became a social uh, disconnect where students are only attached to the technology. So could I have done something better or could I have been taught better? We were all in a state of shock. Nobody had the bunker to kind of, you know, hang into. Um, You had to work. You had to be accountable um, while the parents were not as accountable. Uh, and they struggled. We had to hold it together for everyone. Um, I don't think that I could have been taught better. I think that what we did holding our students together was a great, great effort, individually and collectively. I think as a student right now and as someone who experienced both Um, on in-person learning and virtual learning. I just want to say thank you so much to all the teachers because we see, we know that you guys put in a lot of work for us. And sometimes I feel like as as just human beings and just teenagers, we sort of forget that you guys are human too and have feelings like us. So I remember like seeing teachers make, um, when we finished virtual learning, like having my teacher be stumped on a problem. And I looked at him and I said, oh, like, you don't know? He's like, no, no. I like, give me a second. Let me figure it out. I'm like, your teacher is supposed to know everything. And like, and he just looked at it. He's like, I'm just as a human as you are. And I feel like that really stuck to me. And sometimes we do forget that you guys are humans. You guys have family problems as well. You guys have outside world problems. And it just, this is you guys' work. And we're here for you guys to help us. And we're also here for you to help you guys also. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there are many levels of education and teachers. Um, I visually, you can see that I've taught from a different set of years, whereas you might find a younger teacher who can identify with your teeth, your understanding of technology and where to go, where I was a chalk and talk teacher. Uh, and each time I had to learn a new skill 
in order to stay active and proactive. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end, many teachers just wanted to hug our students and tell them that it was okay. Um, we run this race where we think that we must be in every grade at a certain age and forget that everyone doesn't have the same mental capacity to be at a certain grade at a certain age. And we have to learn to accept the person where they are and push them forward. Um, You might've started with one person that you know, but you may have left them behind because you were able to grasp more. Mm -hmm. So it does become um, an opportunity in education and we in education we also have a subjective um, personality where sometimes a person just needs a hug and the attention and the eye contact. Uh, computer cannot give you eye contact, and that is what makes them very um, not stale, but not always human, more artificial. So we still have to work on the humanism side of um, of education. Um, so through COVID, a lot of us have learned so much. It wasn't just a, a virus where that trapped us in our homes and disconnected us from society. It was a virus where we learned a lot of mental, physical stuff and it makes our bond stronger together Um, and that's how I'm gonna wrap up this podcast this has been allthebomb.com tu estas escuchando allthebomb.com this podcast series is funded by the New York City Council and developed by History Unerased and Houses on the Moon in partnership with the New York City Department of Education. You just heard Ragad Alani and Miss Lake in conversation. Shout out to the podcast club, Rafa, Amy, Imani, and Ragad. And don't forget about Ezekiel, Angelos, and Bruno. And shout out to the podcast club staff members, Jeffrey Love, aka Jeffrey Solomon, Dynamite Mac, aka Dynamac, and Raleigh Rao the Rouster, a.k.a. Raleigh Neal. Thank you, everyone, for making this possible. Special thanks to Miss Marino, Miss Gabby, and Principal Witherspoon. Do it one more time. One more time.